0: Streaming is by far the dominant form of music consumption in 2022. According to blog Musical Pursuits, streaming accounts for 84% of the US music industry's revenue. But before there was streaming, there was MP3 players. And before MP3 players, there was the compact disc. In 2021, something strange happened. CDs saw a 50% increase in sales over the previous year, something that hasn't happened since 2004. Now, 40 years after the first CDs were released, publications are arguing back and forth whether CDs are making a comeback or not. While the first compact disc was released in 1982, it wasn't until 1984 that the U.S. started to manufacture their own CDs for commercial release. Appropriately enough, the first American CD released was Bruce Springsteen's seventh album, Born in the USA. Much like the CD itself, which saw mass adoption for data storage of all kinds, The Boss's 1984 album became his most commercially successful release and one of the highest-selling records of all time, with 30 million copies sold as of 2012. The album boasts seven singles that became top ten hits on the Billboard chart, including Dancing in the Dark, I'm on Fire, My Hometown, and several more. The second single from the album was originally written by Springsteen for Donna Summers, the Queen of Disco. Springsteen's manager, John Landau, thought the track had real potential to be a hit, and convinced the boss to keep the song for himself. Springsteen wrote a different track for Summers, Protection, which was not nearly as popular as what he had originally planned to offer her. The single, saved by Landau, went on to hit number 7 on the Billboard Hot 100, and despite its popularity, it was not a regular part of Springsteen's live performances at the time. A remix, made by Arthur Baker and released late in 1984, inspired Springsteen to put together a sort of haunting arrangement that he liked well enough to keep the song in regular concert rotation for several tours. Beyond its legacy as a born in the USA single and concert staple, the single also bears the dubious credit of being the namesake for this very podcast, which has just hit its four-year anniversary. That's right, we're talking Bruce Springsteen's Cover Me on Cover Me. That's right. It's Cover Me, the only podcast that compares famous songs to their many cover versions to find out which one is just getting tougher. I'm your host, as always, the Snake, joined by my blind co-host. I can't convey this through audio, but Alex Mildenberger. Alex Mildenberger. It's probably for the best. I I can't see anything. Take shots at the blind. Unless it's Stevie Wonder, and take some take some shots at him.
1: Yeah, that guy. I don't know. I like Stevie Wonder.
0: Yeah, I think he's all right. (laughs) I just love that people are like, he's not blind. There's no way Stevie Wonder's right. blind. He but-
1: can kind of see some things. Like, yeah, you could still be blind and kind of see some things.
0: Yeah, he's got like uh, pinhole vision. They're like, that yeah. motherfucker can see.
1: Oh, man, he reacted to visual stimuli. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, but we're not. But here what we're does he really look like Wonder? with the sunglasses off? No. Um, that is a good question. What does
0: he look like?
1: Probably just, I don't know.
0: Like a dude with like sunglasses? like a pretty normal guy without sunglasses <laughs> on.
1: But also still, he's Stevie Wonder
0: right i guess just maybe the eyes don't like focus very well so he, he looks kind of like you know just kind of weird it's yeah like i don't know there. i
1: was liked in like star trek the next generation when geordie takes his visor off and his eyes are just like white Ooh, i have that was I've cool.
0: actually never seen that i just know the visor look uh i don't I didn't watch a lot of star trek it though.
1: must have been like one of the old there's like an old west episode or something
0: ah, of course
1: anyway that doesn't have much to do with bruce springsteen
0: no, it certainly doesn't, Alex. Or the fourth anniversary of this very podcast. Yeah, cover me, Alex. That's as long as a presidential term. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, are we gonna be a two-term uh, podcast,
0: or we could be? I, is this up? <laughs> if people are responsible, send in we'll be your impeached. votes now. Don't send don't vote votes. us out, please. Use the uh, number at the bottom of the screen uh no don't do that but Alex four years um we're yeah. not gonna get too nostalgic because we do an end of the year episode every end of the year yeah but uh hey way to go us good job team uh,
1: yeah I'm a little I'm I'm in, on some level surprised but I'm shocked
0: yeah like it was coming like, up and I was like can't
1: believe we're still doing this wow. four
0: years but feels uh like, you know, yeah long time feels like a long time I've
1: been doing this in like three different houses
0: Three different houses before the global pandemic. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I moved cities. I've actually done this in three different, actually four different towns slash cities.
1: That's true. You have called in remote yeah. from at least one Boston pizza.
0: Yeah. At least one Boston pizza and one public park area. Way to go, me. Way to go, us. We did it, folks. Here we are, and we're celebrating by talking about Cover Me, Alex. Um, yeah. A track. Just honestly, to me, just a track from Born in the USA. Yeah. I like the track, but like, if we yeah. were going to pick favorites, probably not this one.
1: I It's, it's decent. Um, it's a great track, I think. I like, like it. Uh, but definitely, like, I didn't really know it before, because you said, like, before we started this podcast, mm-hmm. like, I never really thought of... Us as being like named after the track, and we're not really because it's kind of a phrase in itself. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I didn't really know. I didn't know the track until I was like, "Well, I got a thing named after this, so I might as well." You might as well listen know. to get, it a bit. Get involved with it. But no, it's it's a it's a solid track. I mean, yeah, uh, I, that can be said about a lot of I think the album. Um. There's some songs I really like on it, but a lot of them are a, a bit of kind of like I pass over them.
0: Yeah, a lot of them are, you know, songs that aren't Glory Days or th- are songs I'm a big fan of on this album. <laughs> <laughs> big Glory Days fan, eh? No, I hate Glory Days. Oh, the, the other one. Like. Oh, got it backwards.
1: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Glory Days, um, yeah. No, I'm. I'm, I'm I actually
0: was listening to the album this week, and I like just about let the whole album run through. But he started. I like <laughs> it came on. I was like, "Oh, Glory Days." I don't really like this song. And then he, he said something about whipping a baseball so hard right past your eyes. I was like, "Done." Like, I, was done next track. In,
1: I was walking I was walking
0: Yeah, not not my favorite. But this was my first Bruce Springsteen album that I ever listened to. Naturally, I knew like Dancing in the Dark. Sure. That was about it, honestly. I only knew
1: Dancing in the Dark because there was one time we heard it playing at a car wash. Oh, yeah. And we danced outside of a car wash. We with did. Some friends? You, me,
0: Ronald. Yeah. Uh, and I think S- Stephen Reynolds, who's yeah, been on like the a podcast a long time
1: before. ago. Um, of course, born in the USA. Um, I'm on fire. Another yeah. pretty big hit. Do quite like I'm on fire. But I feel like I hear Glory Days on like classic rock radio
0: well, it more was than a any single. other songs. Yeah. And it was obviously a top. All of the singles on this, all seven of them, which is over half of the twelve-track yeah. album, yeah, were top ten hits. So a real. So, yeah, you will hear "Glory Days."
1: Successful album. This is kind of, I mean, to use the David Bowie comparison, this is the, um, the "Let's Dance" of of Springsteen.
0: Ah, the big commercial. The success like, yeah, guy.
1: huge commercial success after many years of already really good
0: material. Yeah, this is album number seven, and yeah. he's he's done quite a bit by this point. Yeah, this is a, and I'm surprised this album hit for me because, like, when I was reading the the Wikipedia description, called it Heartland Rock at some point, which to my young, untrained teenage ears was almost probably imperceptible from country, right? And I fucking hated country back then. So that, the fact that this slipped through, that's that's a life-altering moment. Yeah,
1: Springsteen made it through. I mean, I. I think for me, it's just the fact that it got pl- radio play on classic rock radio was enough for me. like right. that was pretty much the only criteria I had at one point. Um, and I do remember, well, I mean, this isn't really born in the u s a related, but like hearing born to run, same artist, same first word That's um right. and thinking like, I think this might like. Not being able to conceive of ever growing tired of listening to the song, and uh, to, uh, up to now, I, I've, I've been correct. Yeah, fucking a. And that was like fifteen years ago.
0: <laughs> People always talking about the Born trilogy, man. I don't care about the Born duology. <laughs>
1: hey, I um, only seen the first Born movie.
0: Where? I don't, I don't think I've seen topic. any of them. Get I've only topic. seen the meme where he says, Jason, no, we're still on track. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're still talking about Born things. We're still talking about uh, Yeah, Born in the USA, though. Great album. Great artist. Um, excited to be here. Let's, hey, Alex, let's talk about these lyrics.
1: Yeah, let's talk about some Springsteen lyrics.
0: Hell yeah. Which were not
1: one. written, didn't write them for himself. There's a couple Springsteen songs. He writes occasionally. He was writing songs for everybody, man. He said, hey, I like
0: you. Have a song.
1: Although, I mean, I was reading some of the story of this album, too. um, Mm -hmm. And apparently, he wrote something like 80 songs.
0: Yeah, because this, so the recording sessions for Born in the USA are also the Nebraska sessions.
1: Yeah, because he was like, I can do another album. And then he did Nebraska, and they recorded Nebraska. Yeah. And then they were like, fuck it, let's just use the demos.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the demos made up Nebraska, and then, like, the things that weren't on Nebraska became polished versions that became born in the USA.
1: Yeah, although supposedly even the stuff on Nebraska was recorded otherwise. Mm. Like, there's this whole, um, and I don't know exactly what that would encompass, but, like, there's this whole, like, electric Nebraska sort of idea that maybe exists. Right, because I
0: think they did try, honestly yeah. and just, like, hit the demo and say, like, oh, that's great. They're like, let's give it the full E Street band treatment. And then it was like, hmm. They're like, "Eh, ah, these demos are are pretty
1: good. So, yeah, it's pretty pretty different albums, too, to come out of the same.
0: Uh, Yeah, very different.
1: Sessions. But it was also over the course of like three years or something like that. So, yeah. Fair enough.
0: And it was, yeah, it's crazy. So, this was like 1982, this track was written. And then, like, John Landau was like, keep that to yourself, Springsteen. We're going to use this track and get that money in he said okay he was right yeah he was correct it hit number seven that money (laughs) he got that fucking money (laughs) um but yeah this one is a very simple track like even instrumentally it's just like blues rock like it's not insane um but yeah it's about how the times are tough alex and getting tougher and getting tougher so, verse one, times are tough now, just getting tougher. This old world is rough, it's just getting rougher, cover me. Come on, baby, cover me.
1: Yeah, it's pretty simple, right? Like, <laughs> talking yeah. about how things seem to be getting worse, and I think there was a recession at the time, where they were coming out of a recession. Um, I, d- I don't remember exactly. Um, yeah. I know the 80s were kind of a, were coming out of a recession time. Coming out of a recession,
0: um, that's late Cold War period, too.
1: True. <laughs> Gorbachev period, who actually just died this past yeah, week
0: rip gorbachev uh um, shout out to that pizza Hut commercial <laughs> pizza Hut
1: commercial um there was a yeah like a a meme going around about like pizza Hut was pulling out of russia or something so that's why, <laughs> why gorbachev died uh anyway um back on track times are tough I getting just, tougher yeah times are tough um, to getting tougher Uh, so, all right, so Cover Me, that's the title of the song, what, what Mm -hmm. do we get out of that? So there's a a few things, I think, um, Mm. the act of physically covering up, for one, um, and and sheltering you from, like, the world, which is tough and rough. Yes. And soon to be tougher and rougher. Right. Um, and there's also, like, the other time you say Cover Me is when you're talking about, like, gunfire, right? Mm Mm-hmm like Suppressive Fire or whatever, Um, or I think that's what that's supposed to be. Um, But we're talking about the album, Born in the USA, the title track of which is about Vietnam, right? Right. Or Vietnam veterans or whatever. So, like, there seems to be some wartime imagery throughout, at least in these two songs.
0: At least, and that's interesting because... like, Genius keys in on that too and they're like this is about the Vietnam veterans and it's like "Mm, maybe but he also wrote this song for Donna Summers (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) so is it uh, connected like because he wanted these two to connect on the album? Probably not is it connected because they're written in the same time frame? Probably
1: yeah I don't think this is about Vietnam veterans necessarily but it could Mm -hmm. certainly be Applied I would say it's, to it's
0: closer to, like, love that. as a battlefield where it's, like, you know, elements of war are present in your day-to-day life. And, again, he's talking about how the world is tough. You need somebody to cover you not only to feel love but to literally protect you from the harms of the world to work together with.
1: Yeah, including bad love but also, like, just general chaos.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, of, it's not – I don't think it's specifically referencing Vietnam War Vets – or, indeed, any War Vets, but I do think it does fit in with that if you want it to. Yeah. You know, if you want that, you can have it, but I don't think that is the the key thing
1: here. Yeah, and then, of course, that's where we get into. Uh, the, the Looking at Genius, um, it says, calls this Course 1, which I'm pretty... Skeptical of the section naming in this song. Yeah,
0: because musically it doesn't read like that. Yeah,
1: it's more of like a refrain, right? Yeah. Just stuck onto the end of the verse. Well, I'm looking for a lover who will come on in and cover me. Yeah. So, yeah, then you get the sort of romance. I guess he already said baby, but you know, cements yeah, it, was- it as like more of a romance thing than just a general partnership
0: hmm Looking for a lover who will come on in and cover me. Worth noting that if you look up the hashtag cover me on uh, Twitter or I guess maybe Instagram, <laughs> it is about getting covered in jizz, like predominantly. Yeah. Just like
1: this song. No. Just, just
0: like this song. It could be if you guys want it to be that. Again, it could be about Vietnam War vets. It could be about come A lover who will come on blankets. in. About blankets. Could be about blankets. We
1: come I'm to cold. I'm looking for a lover who will cover me. With a blanket.
0: Um, with a blanket. So verse two is, promise me, baby, you won't let them find us. Hold me in your arms. Let's let our love blind us. Cover me. Shut the door and cover me. So uh-huh. again, you do get some of that like war theme. Don't let them find us. Yeah.
1: Like someone like someone's out for them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then sort of the this, this other meaning of cover me. I was like, yeah. it's like covering your eyes. Like I want to be blind to our love
0: blind us, yeah.
1: Because if you can see it if you can't see it, it's not there, right? It's Uh, not there, yeah.
0: Shut the door, cover me. Let's just let's get literally let's just get away from it and like lock the doors.
1: Yeah. So not just being protected from the things that are outside, but also being completely unaware of it because it's just being aware of it is is like as much of a bad thing as being in it.
0: Yeah. So this is a song written for modern times. I <laughs> yeah. The tragedies today and just being aware of them. It's a lot. It's a lot to take on.
1: Yeah. This could this could be another running up that hill. It could be. For sure. Send it a number one. Send it to just the top of the charts. Just needs to be maybe. in a Stranger Things.
0: Let's give it that cover me bump. Forget Stranger Things. It's just you and me. Let's <laughs> take this to the top, folks.
1: Cover me bump for cover me. All right. Let's, All right. So let's that occurs. Okay, we get the refrain
0: again. Yeah, and then they say chorus two for this, but this is like the actual chorus. Or really,
1: like a bridge? I guess it just feels yeah. separate. It feels like a connecting segment to me. Because um, it doesn't feel um, it exactly does like a musically. chorus. It changes musically. Yeah. It does not contain the title. And yeah, it, to me, it just feels like, okay, we, we did a verse. Well, yeah, I don't know. His re- refrain Yeah, it
0: Because yeah, the refrain is the, the catch, right? And I'm looking for a lover who will come on in and cover me. And then, yeah, that does feel more bridge-like on chorus two.
1: I think, yeah, I think there's a key change here, even.
0: Yeah, it changes the key. Um, yeah, it's weird. So yeah, I disagree with with geniuses. Uh,
1: yeah, I wanted to look up. Here. I I have the record. Unfortunately, I don't have like a sleeve with lyrics on it. I was hoping it might have shed some light on it but i did look up Mm. the lyrics on bruce net slash album slash born dash in dash the dash u dash s dash (laughs) a and it doesn't even have all the lyrics but it like groups them completely differently like (laughs) like what this calls verse one chorus one and verse two are all like the first stanza and then there's a blank line does the what i call the bridge what this calls is calls chorus two um and then the whole and then the other verse with um another refrain. well that's kind of so,
0: yeah. standard right is that but i think it must be like single aabab right so yeah. combining the first and second verses genius has it along with the refrains into just your one a section or your two a sections cuz it's doubled up then hit the b section then hit a again is sensible it makes sense i can see that parsing
1: yeah is there i feel like the song's not that long but is it like a radio mix that's even shorter because i seem to be maybe because
0: kinda... yeah it is repetitive which is something i found in a lot of these covers too especially the ones that go longer than the original i'm like you didn't need to do that you could have cut there's a, it's a very simple song you don't need that bridge a second time or that chorus two or that chorus whatever whatever you want to call it
1: yeah it is quite repetitive but
0: here's how chorus 2 slash bridge 1 goes outside's the rain the driving snow i can hear the wild wind blowing turn out the light bolt the door i ain't going out there no more
1: yeah now we're getting some actual imagery but it's still it's all a weather weather metaphor now so no no wartime metaphor explicitly in this song other than the title um so maybe it's a blanket uh but yeah so it's rain it's snow it's wind it's it's bad things and yeah, um, I guess you turn out the light because if the lights on and there's lightning, there. you can break things. Is that?
0: I guess that could that be works? it too. That's just that like idea I think of like laying low, right? Turn out the lights and bolting the door because I guess like I mean I guess the winds could blow the door down, but also more likely people would.
1: Or are they oil lamps and like I don't know.
0: Yeah, where can we get a schematic of what the house? For some is like reason, my
1: visual of this is like a homestead. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I kind of bolt the door, kind of calls. old and and just being scared of rain, snow, and wind.
1: Yeah, I guess if you're in the city, it's like, well, oh, I, d- I don't know. Heartland
0: rocks. Maybe we take like.
1: take safety from weather for granted in the city, but could be. I definitely do that. Um. But that's it. That's the imagery. That's what's going on here. I don't think it's like crazy um, in depth. Like every line means something specific. Like back when we were talking about um, Blinded by the Light. Right. Like this is a reference to Bob Dylan maybe. And this is a reference to jizzing in your hat. And this is a reference to...
0: (laughs) 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 That sounds about right. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway... Yeah, he had to figure out what a calliope was. Um, all this fucking... Ram- everything that Bruce could find in a damn rhyming dictionary. You're like, well, now we gotta <laughs> take this apart piece by piece. Uh,
1: yeah. So... It's not like Yeah, this like is that. just
0: imagery, like you said. It's like yeah. it portrays a natural disaster of some kind. The elements, the outside world, and then he's saying, let's... It's part of his, like, you know, be blind to it as well. Turn out the lights you can't see out I there. I guess that's,
1: just, that's part of it, too. In. Yeah. Yeah. because It
0: says, I ain't going out I, there no more, which Genius says is like, not going back to war, brother. But again, yeah, I don't know.
1: Again, if you're talking about the chaos, like if this is like a PTSD thing and you're talking about like using another person or or getting another person to help you, whether mm-hmm. that experience is like, yeah, that works too. But the song is general enough that it doesn't have to be.
0: Yeah, like I, don't, I don't think it
1: I don't think there's works. anything specific, except of course for the title um, that is like wartime
0: imagery. Yeah.
1: The rest of it's like weather and just like, hey, stuff's bad sometimes.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And so I think you get to this next verse and then, yeah, it's more just general observations about how the world is bad. This whole world is out there just trying to score. I've seen enough. I don't want to see anymore. Cover me. Come on and cover me.
1: Yeah. That's like a, it's a dog eat dog world situation. Like, yeah, they're just trying to score. So like, they'll take advantage of you and, whatever
0: yeah and he's like, i'm tired of that shit i just want to be away from it with somebody who loves me and will smother me and come <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it that's crazy <laughs> hope your parents don't listen to this episode <sighs> <laughs> it was great alex to the fucking come yeah. talk like, well, <laughs> uh, yeah
1: that happens sometimes Yet to be there
0: yeah, you know it's yeah it's it's an in studio thing. It was really it had to be there for the moment. Yeah. Um. And that's is that it for? Yeah, that's it for that's unique it. lyrics. He's got
1: some. Come on, baby. <laughs> come on, end. baby.
0: <laughs> At the end. Yep. Uh.
1: But other than that, yeah, it's repetition. There's another uh, refrain of course, and then a bridge section, and then repeats the first. Yeah. Oh so, uh, yeah, I guess cover it's cover me. <laughs> the, runner, come on in, cover me. Oh, it's just repeating the refrain
0: line. Yeah.
1: That's the song.
0: That's the That's lyrics. The song. It was, like, not a I of was lyrics. like Bruce Springsteen, we're gonna get into some meat here today. And then, <laughs> this is like <laughs> there's so little meat on these bones. You're just like, okay, yeah, it's it's like it's good. Yeah, yeah. It's just not like it's you're right. It's not blinded by the light. It's not born in the USA where it's secretly about how fucking awful the United States are. It's not it's not even something like I'm on fire, like where there's the really, you know, some nice poetic lines in there. It's pretty fucking I don't know the words like, very well. Yeah, sounds <laughs> just like someone took a knife down to a six-inch valley in the middle of my skull. Which is like more tattooed songs on I'll my sing. skull. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I had something else to say about that, and I think I've lost it. Cover me, Come yeah, on, baby, cover me. That's <sighs> the name of the podcast. Did you know that? <laughs> oh no
1: way. Um, the other thing for like album trivia. Mm -hmm. Um, Supposedly, one of the original titles, because this process was very long, uh, one of the early titles was Murder Incorporated? Like, referring to, I guess, the government, or maybe just the military, or whatever.
0: That sounds like a
1: Gorillaz album. It does, doesn't it?
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's very, like, intense um, for a Springsteen album, especially considering that, I guess, ultimately, the name is more, like, sarcastic. Mm Mm-hmm. Or maybe not sarcastic, but
0: anyway. But it is like... Yeah, because,
1: uh, I mean, uh, that's the story of of the song, right? Of Born in the USA, as people wanting, like, like politicians wanting to use it. And Bruce yeah, being then, like, uh that doesn't really make sense. You want to listen to the lyrics, maybe?
0: Yeah, like, take a listen to that. But it's funny, because most politicians suck, so the, the message turns out being accurate anyhow.
1: Hey, there you go. Hey,
0: got him. That's right, we're getting political this week.
1: Yeah, I mean, Springsteen.
0: Springsteen, baby, you gotta you gotta get political. Um, but let's talk about the the least political thing in the world: music. Not just kidding, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> instruments, Alex. Let's
1: instruments. Yeah, what do the instruments do? Um, this is a very repetitive song, as you said already. Oh yeah. Um, but for one, it doesn't change a whole lot start to finish. <clears throat> like like the energy level is we're coming out the gate, pretty much where we are when we come back around and go back in the gate is that how the metaphor works (laughs) i guess it's my metaphor i can make it work however i want so
0: you're saying it's in like a lion out like a lion to use a a month metaphor for weather yeah
1: yeah it's it's lions all the way down here
0: right yeah 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 okay yeah i see because it rips in so i like yeah just like comes in with
1: that that riff yeah
0: that's a good entrance but also coming off the back of born in the usa on the album like it just it hits energy this song is very energetic if it is repetitive because it gets that lead guitar in there and you got bruce springston going Hoo!
1: yeah and like i'm trying to th- i don't know donna summers very well but i'm trying to think like does it make sense as a donna summers song like would she have done it the same way but I, oh, she's I, the queen of know. disco she's queen is like is it like that because it was written as a disco song and they were like well we gotta we don't know how to dance but we gotta make sure that it's 100 percent throughout
0: yeah um, no, I, I may have because i mean a
1: lot of dance tracks are like all right we're just dancing start to finish you know and like there's no downtime
0: there's no yeah oh, exactly like even the rhythm section on this repetitive as it is is energetic yeah
1: yeah. And I guess, yeah, that riff, um, which I associate very strongly with the song. I imagine most people do because it repeats through most of it. Um, but, <flaws> it's kind of listening to it. And there's a lot of things playing that, but they're not really all doing the same thing. They're all kind of creating the riff yeah. collectively. like. I, like I hear like a piano playing chords, pa kind of. And but there's also just like da 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 on some things, right? So it's like, yeah, not so everything's not... changing, and it feels like there's there's just a lot of sounds happening.
0: Exactly, like the whole riff is actually supported by several different instruments that are playing some of the same notes, but not all of the same notes. Yeah,
1: so they're all I guess it's... creating the chords, but
0: yeah. I want to issue a quick correction. It's actually Donna Summer. I fucked that up. Oh, what did I say? I, I Summers. We, say we we've both thrown an ass on
1: Oh, me. yes. Okay, fair enough.
0: So, oops, sorry about that. But, <laughs> yeah, Donna Summer. Um, yeah. So that riff, and of course, we have uh, multiple times said to each other like we're gonna make a, we're gonna do a twist on Cover Me as our own theme music to enter in yes but it is never happened so simple it's like when i came to it i was like i'll learn the bass and i was like i'm like what the fuck am i gonna do with this (laughs) (laughs) yeah we don't know how to make music we just shit on it hey we praised songs by popular artists that's true shitting and sucking the podcast
1: (laughs) (laughs) um i'm sure sometimes we're in the middle
0: yeah, well that's cheating like, and licking the gooch. Right yeah,
1: there. um, we'll let's talk about this music some more, eh?
0: Let's definitely talk about less about gooches, more about something musical that rhymes with gooch. <laughs> something rhymes with gooch. <sighs> gooching your butt to this hot track.
1: Hot track. Uh, yeah, so like there's guitar going, there's bass going, and then there's also, like we come out with that riff, but there's also a guitar that comes back again later that kind of does the little lick,
0: right? That is the lifesavers, that lead guitar on this track. Yeah. Who comes in and licks. <laughs> the gooch. <cooch>. Um <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's... That is, like... Because once you listen to this track... At, at, like, this week, when you're like, I gotta fucking understand what makes this thing work, it is ultimately what elevates it to being a good song and not just, a like, a bar band track. Sometimes Bruce Springsteen, one way people like to frame him is just as like, elevated bar music, right? Sure. Like he, So what elevates it in this case is, of course, when Bruce Springsteen on vocals, obviously. But that guitar... It takes what is already a pretty high energy rhythm and it says, let's go even higher than that. And let's, you know, let's put a little little angst into this. It really it really sells the lyrics, it sells the rest of the song, and it fucking rocks. It sounds good.
1: Yeah, it's just that like rock and roll thing of like, okay, they're going, they're doing the rhythm, and then I'll just like rip some cool licks and it's gonna be awesome. And it can be a little slower, but it's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have to yeah. shred, but it's also not like plotting. It's like It's just good shit.
1: I guess that's the, I've got this guitar and I learned how to make it talk situation.
0: Hey, another Bruce Springsteen line I love. Hey.
1: um, But then, yeah, it pretty much continues. Like, that guitar drops out, continues the riff throughout the first verse, and then Mm -hmm. we don't really switch it up until the refrain section, um, where it kind of... becomes more straightforward we see this a lot in like we need to focus now where like we're doing this riff and it's more complicated but then everything kind of like oh we'll just hold chords and play harmony for this bit because oh look we're saying the title or like pay attention now this is important yeah or you know it's the the relief section you know it's it's also i mean there's a tension aspect to too um because i think if we're talking about like the the songs about being safe from like the chaos of the outside world and in a lot of ways the fact that the song is just like constantly just hitting hitting just go 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 is reflecting that you know um, yeah it's kind of just creating some level of chaos or or just intensity just through everything happening all at once with yeah, this without like, really letting up
0: yeah it's not about like two people meeting in a tender situation being like let's cover each other and and have a sensual moment. Yeah. It is a panic. It is like, it's fucked up out there. You and me need to get together, get into this fucking barn or whatever, and <laughs> lock it down. And <laughs> Yeah, we're on a
1: homestead. We're a,
0: it's, it's a homestead there's situation. A barn, <laughs>
1: there's a sod house. There's also a wood. Well, I don't
0: know. I don't know. I mean, and just, but it's like, we need to shelter Yeah. and fucking lock down, like you yeah, and me. Because it's uh, just it's, relentless.
1: And the music it's a, is yeah. also...
0: That. it's another like you're not the prettiest but hey you're all right you ain't a beauty but hey you're hey, all right you're is the line right. and it's like you and me need to fucking go and just yeah. take care of each other to get out
1: of here together
0: together we gotta get out of here we nailed it <laughs> we got it <laughs> by the animals we gotta get out of this place what is the name of that one
1: uh what do you i don't know what you're saying actually
0: he, it's the there's a Bruce Springsteen quote where he's like every song I ever wrote is just we got to get out of this place by the animals yeah oh, we got to get yeah. out of this place
1: right and I don't know that song.
0: Um, it's every Bruce Springsteen song, so you don't oh, actually right. need to listen to. Oh, it.
1: I forgot. I know every Bruce Springsteen song.
0: <laughs> uh, that's
1: not true. I have barely even listened to the Ghost of Tom Joad.
0: Yeah, I. If somebody had asked me if that was a Bruce <laughs> Springsteen album, I would have said no. I was <laughs> like, no, <"Nah>, shut up. <laughs>
1: uh, or the Rising. Apparently, that's pretty good. I'm mm. I'm planning on doing some some Springsteen listens through before the oh, concert some, some in deep February. Dives. Yeah,
0: buddy. Oh, I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yeah. Um. um
0: yeah. I want to see see some fucking Springsteen. The song out. So yeah, we talked about the tension in this, the uh, the terror, the my godness of it all. Yeah, I was just coming at you the whole time. I was just coming at you. Um, um, worth noting, they do add organ on that refrain. Yes. When, when we get that keychain, we kind of get it's like
1: rising harmonies. You get the like, ha, uh, ha, uh, ha, like, yeah, uh, chord. So that's, and that's, you know, more stretched out than the, um, yeah, it's just, yeah, everything holds holds for longer, plays at more mm-hmm. regular intervals, yeah, or more. And then you get
0: a gnarly guitar solo, I think, after that. Is it the first or second refrain? I think
1: it's the second one. This guitar solo is not till like a minute and a half in, oh, yeah, just about. So there's a net, so that's after we get through the third verse i believe yeah
0: that's right i think it's before um, the second
1: refrain yeah but we do get a bridge in there
0: right before that um, right right right. Where it yeah. also sources oh, right. it up. so it says the second refrain before the second bridge that's where it's tucked in at about 140 uh, there
1: yeah yeah yes
0: yeah um great solo Listen, what do you want me to say, Alex? Great yeah,
1: I don't, uh, well, I mean, that's where that, that guitar, the, the the guitar that's playing the licks, comes back. Yeah, right. Um, it has a lot of fast strumming. It's got some screechy. St- it's got everything. You know, it's got yeah. some, some of those hammer ons. It's not like super. It's not like shredding. But, no. Um, I don't know if it's like the most classic, but it's a pretty good solo. It's a fucking some good, good solo. In it.
0: It, at Twenty seconds of just like this is good tones. Like yeah. it's it's out there, man. It's good shit.
1: Yeah, and then into another bridge. The bridge is a little different. The bridge is interesting. Mm -hmm. It doesn't play the riff exactly, but it's still quite it like plays kind of similar to the riff. Um,
0: Yeah, it's a boom doom doom on that bass instead of doom doom doom. Yeah, so everything's different. Reversed it,
1: but similar. Yeah, Yeah. Um, and of course Mm -hmm. it's kind of a key change. I think it's okay. I'm I'm really bad at noticing key changes. If it's either a key change or like they change the chords, which I think you can do without changing keys, keys um, yeah. necessarily, but it definitely. But there has is a noticeable shift,
0: yeah. yeah. And of course, um, there is the big key emphasis keys. on the phrase "wild wind" right
1: blowing. in the middle. Yeah, it feels like there's almost a turnaround, ah, um, which is you. like really the only wild part where they do that because the rest of it's so relentless. And then suddenly mm-hmm. they go bump, 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 and then it's like you actually kind of get a little bit of respite, just a little bit
0: yeah but at the same time you're feeling that like intensity of the wind this hit true hit, it's also hit. like
1: hit and then you're like oh I can breathe for a second but like nope it's gonna hit you again <laughs> yeah so it's, it's almost a, a fake out
0: it's a good time false, is what it is.
1: <laughs> false sense of
0: yeah of it, it throws you off balance and suddenly you're getting hit with a different rhythm of chaos mm-hmm. and yeah it really adds to I think the imagery he's portraying like he's like here's the wild wind blowing here's the big hits and you're like oh shit The homestead is is in danger.
1: Yeah, the homestead's in danger. (laughs) Someone put the cows into the barn. (laughs) Get them out of the wind and rain and snow.
0: Yeah. So when we come into verse three, we've got our kind of full-on setup. The organ that's been there in the chorus or the refrain and the bridge is now full-time on the track here Mm -hmm. for the verse. And we start to get more... Lead guitar here? Yes, we start to get more lead guitar here.
1: Right. It's playing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, now is there so we know there's it's organ just on here. licking? It's doing yeah, licks. It's mostly licking. Cause that what we end up with the fade out on here is him going like come on, baby, and then the, the lead guitar just freaking out. So it's just kind of like ad libbing from both Bruce and the the guitar
1: true there's a lot of that back and forth I guess he's always put a lot of emphasis on like babies being syncing up with the band you know
0: yeah um, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street band yeah
1: I, just, I um, wanted to check something because yeah. I wrote it down I wanted to make sure I said um
0: what'd you say Alex
1: oh never mind yeah fuck I realize what was happening now
0: Anyway, you never said sorry. shit. Now, Alex, around two thirty-five, is that the organ or is that backing vocals?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I didn't. Let me find out. Hmm. I think it's backing vocals, but yeah. it could also
0: be like a synth vocal type synth. But it it rides the line between those pretty close for me.
1: Yeah, because it's just like ah, ah. That's that rising line I was mentioning before the for the yeah for the uh, refrain. I, I mean, it could be both as well.
0: It could very well be
1: both. Um, I would say if you're playing it live, probably get the organ in there as well or the synth um, just because it's easier to manage than voices.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, for like cleanliness of studio production, be easier to work with. Yeah. Yeah, and then for the last like 30 seconds, it's Bruce making noises and the guitar just wailing
1: which is always cool.
0: Yeah. But uh yeah. Pretty good song. Pretty good song. Doesn't let up. No, and it's like 325, still pretty tight. It is. I mean, it's no, it
1: doesn't follow the entertainer rule, but it's pretty None. close. I pretty was got I was worried for a minute there because I there one of the versions is like 304. And I, I looked at, I noticed that timestamp when I was listening to it, and I was like, "Shit, is cover? Just cover me." Follow the Entertainer rule, and we've been calling it the Entertainer rule this entire time. <laughs> but the song that we named our podcast after also does it. <laughs> but no, not quite.
0: Not quite. Well, that's good. Yeah, that is a uh, a shorter cover, which good for them. <laughs> um, good job, guys. Way to keep it tight. No music video for this, Alex?
1: No. Um, there, there's that other mix you mentioned, the undercover mix. Yes. That,
0: yeah, I actually didn't take the time to listen to okay. that. Did you I, listen I to it? I listened
1: to it through once? It's like six minutes long. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a, lot a dance of like, track. Yeah, it's, it's strange. Strange. I mean, to my ears, it's not very exciting. Because I'm like, yeah, this is a this is a remix of a rock and roll song you know yeah um it doesn't sound that great to me but it's also from the 80s so it's maybe just dated um but it's a lot of like cover 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 me lots of like echo and stuff and then like they'll play like part of the riff but not the whole thing and then play a little bit more and then a little bit more as it sort
0: of loops yeah, it's got like a weird arena feel to it. I'm just listening to it now with that like synth coming in. I feel like I'm supposed to have a like a hockey team coming and out. And some to like,
1: this. timbales or whatever the drums are. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But if you listen to uh, what it inspires, if you listen to, I think it's the 1984-85 London. If you just look up Cover Me, Bruce Springsteen on Spotify, it will come up as one of the oh. live ones. Yeah, live at LA Coliseum, I think it is. And so the introduction he does on that is this kind of like spaced out, and it starts with uh, his at the time not wife but now wife Patty Scalfia. Yeah, I think it's the Scalfa. Scalfa, she.
1: Because I ju- I looked it up, and uh, that was the pronunciation. I think the I is just a just to throw you off.
0: Ah, oh, right. The I is actually before the A, so I put it in the wrong spot. Patty Scalfa so she does some some singing there's this like very uh dramatic synth
1: yeah but she sings like a part of another song or something because yeah, it, it, it mentions to it run, in to hide. sorry what was it
0: nowhere to run nowhere to hide is the line she. by martha
1: singing. and the vandellas yeah i see it that's here That's right. um yeah so i mean that's kind of fun that um that his future wife was the one to like make this song work live <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think that's. I guess he has a lot of love songs, but this is true. This is one of them.
0: But you know, also I, you you typically romance the people you work with, so it was it was either going to be you know Patty Scalfa or uh, who's the guy who always wears the bandana?
1: Oh, uh, Stephen Van Zandt. <laughs> Stephen Van Zandt, yeah, yeah, or on is that like Clarence Clemens?
0: Clarence Clemens, yeah, big man, big man. But, uh, you know, there's that. But yeah, it's a really cool intro into what then becomes a seven-minute version of Cover Me, which I was like, it's too long to talk about on today's episode of Cover Me. But I think they're worth mentioning because, of course, we've talked about Bruce before, and he typically always does a cover, like a different version of his song, but live.
1: We talked about "Blinded by the Light,
0: where he had a a very different version.
1: Which was really cool.
0: Which was very cool. But we're about to talk about some versions that vary from kind of cool to not that great uh, starting in the year of our Lord 1985 with the Party Boys Party Boys well, I'm for a lover, all Party Boys okay. Australian Rock Supergroup yeah Malick. it says Floating Australian membership.
1: Rock Supergroup but, like, they have a lot of non-Australian members, and they've had so many members over the years.
0: Yeah, it's kind of just like a if you're having downtime with your other band, you come and hang out with yeah. whoever is doing the party boys like, at the moment. Because, like, they've
1: had members of uh, Status Quo, which yep. I'm pretty sure is British.
0: Status Quo. Oh, yeah, he did a cover yeah. of uh, Time After Time. He was one of the... He was the guitarist who helped cindy lopper write some part of that or something
1: yeah, yeah oh that was the status quo guy
0: yeah i believe so
1: yeah status quo have oh they do pictures of Mastic men i like that song hey. um anyway status quo been around for a long time i think the ones that are popular in japan um don't remember no time to look it up um but like members of other uh, lots of other groups uh including divinal's finals that's do they name. do um when i think about you i touch
0: myself oh, I yeah
1: that's them um and joe walsh joe walsh. <laughs> walsh not not the white supremacist guy the eagles guy
0: the eagles guy right uh, so yeah i've got i've got the yeah. list here status quo the angel sherbet Skyhooks, Rose Tattoo, The Choir Boys, Australian Crawl, Divinals, Models, Dragon, and Swanee, plus International Stars, including Joe Walsh, Eric Burden, Alan Lancaster, and Graham Bonnet. Alan Lancaster? Yeah. Was in status quo. Uh,
1: hey. and yeah, so this is them, and
0: this is a live version. And they This is a live version. Are and party it is they're party boys. So it's not party rock. If you were expecting that to be in the house tonight, I apologize. <laughs> not the case uh
1: it's just like uh
0: yeah. it's so here's the weird thing is it's like a simplified version of cover me a
1: couple of these are yeah
0: not the podcast but the the song how could you simplify this podcast you can't It's simple as it gets but the song the original is already very simple
1: true true
0: so, like, we we remove that kind of, like, stutter effect on that rhythm. That just becomes... bump
1: Yeah, they're trying to be a little more... Like, blues rock with it, kind of.
0: Y- yeah, it's like a light to blues rock. Because the next version we'll talk about is, like legitimately blues yeah
1: yeah that's true i'm thinking of that one more so than this one
0: yeah and so it's like a bit bluesy and his voice is like kind of bruce springsteen like he's clearly trying to to do that you could have if you you know if you squint your ears you could tell somebody that this is like the demo track
1: <laughs> demo track you it's like, it actually, is pretty this is close live
0: this is the concert where the big man showed up you're like oh oh this wow is a piece of history you're like no it's not <laughs> where's the
1: saxophone um they I mean yeah it's very similar but they have fewer parts like you said it's simpler um they kind of do a few things that so so they can still fill out the space even though they don't have the piano and everything yeah um so like there's there's a couple guitars one is like kind of doing the riff and there's one that's just sort of doing its own thing more so than in the previous one so it's just right. kind of like playing some riffs most of the time or a lot of the time or some of the time?
0: <laughs> some of the time, yeah. More so than in the original. Yes, yeah. you're right.
1: Um, and then I, I can't... It's like these live versions. I'm like, yeah, if I saw this live, like, that's pretty cool, but I'm probably not going to go to a Party Boys show. No offense to the Party Boys. I've just never heard of them before.
0: Oh, yeah. It's, if I'm at a Party Boys show, it's by coincidence.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, it's also kind of funny. There's one point... It's a, I mean, it's a live show, so I imagine there's applause, but like, it sounds like they're... Like turning up the applause just for a moment. Uh, yeah. Time stamp 218, like, where they're just like, we'll put the applause in this part of the track, but we cut it down for the rest.
0: Yeah. It's. it's like, to the point where they I took a while like, there. Is this live or are <laughs> they just telling us it's live? Like, ah,
1: we got clapping. So, you know, it's live. Um, and of course, also, it's because the live version, there's a longer guitar solo. Of course. Um, although they continue playing the riff throughout it the rhythm riff um and that kind of leads into like the final lines of it so really that's like the last almost minute of the song is that guitar solo
0: yeah um and i think the trouble with the guitar solo on this comparing it to the original comes down to not the guitar solo itself but to the rhythm section where on the original, like that rhythm section has energy. It's energetic and it makes a great platform for the guitar solo to jump off of. Whereas here it's so low energy. It's just
1: bum boom 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 boom
0: that, you know, any guitar solo can rip over it. It might as well be a practice session. It just like doesn't <laughs> matter.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I didn't th- I didn't find it to be like super low energy or anything. Um, but it's it feels different, definitely. It's almost mm-hmm. more like a Like a boogie situation or something. Does that that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense to me. Like,
0: it doesn't hit the same mark, which of course covers are not supposed to do. Yeah. But it also, I guess, just doesn't offer something as good or better.
1: Yeah, it doesn't. It's not crazy good or anything, but it's just kind of one of those like, hey, that's a neat thing they did at this show, and I would yeah, I'm sure I
0: complain less if I was at the show.
1: But but it's not like the most exciting just as a recording.
0: Yeah, it is off their album Greatest Hits, Misses, Rarities, and B-Sides. Have we talked about and, them
1: before? Because that title sounds familiar. Um,
0: I don't think we have. Anyway, they so do have was a track called a hit "Where's or the or Party, this? Boys." Yeah, was it a hit or miss? That was my question. Before you started asking different questions, Alex. Hey, they got a cover of Gloria, or is it a cover? been Down. So, you know what? We might have talked about them on uh the who them them's gloria yeah they the them who the van morrison one yeah them yeah yeah we did
1: oh huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, these are all covers i think
0: yeah
1: hey i heard um, the
0: zombies play that song for like 10 minutes because one of the guys in the zombies wrote that song
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Argent, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Also yeah. the band Argent. The Party um, Boys. That's this version, man. That's, that's what's going version. on here.
0: That's what's going on You're here. talked about the Party Boys. I will say, forgetting about people you talked about, I heard just Out of My Window, Running With The Devil by Van Halen playing, and I actually had to stop and think about whether we had talked about that song before. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that
0: was... we We had. We have. I remember that. It was, I think for Halloween. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, the devils in there. It's a Halloween track. Yeah. Anyway, we got more covers to talk about starting with or continuing with rather is it what do you think is it B staff or best staff? Looking
1: for a lover who will come on in and cover me. Promise me baby you won't let them find us.
0: Bestaff. 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 Or like two be staff. Like to give
1: someone a staff. I couldn't find anything about them.
0: They're a band consisting of two dudes. They're Italian. It's Alessandro oh, okay. Pitoni and Dan Dan Danielle. Uh Bazzani. Bazzani. Bas- okay. <laughs> Bas- Bazzani. Is it two
1: Zs? Pizza. Bazzani. Pizza. Bazzani. Um, so that's these guys. Um, they're not bad co. But wow, do they sound like Bad Co? Who's Bad Co? Bad Company.
0: Ah. Uh, <laughs> the band
1: Bad Company.
0: Yeah. You know Bad Company so well, you got to call them Bad Co to save time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I only like, get
0: there's only so many hours in the day, man. You... <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. It's Bad Co. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Looking at just Bad Company songs. Yeah, with the like
1: blues rock thing. We were talking about blues rock. This is that version and. Yeah, crunchy um, blues rock. Yeah, and they remind me a lot of Bad Company.
0: Now, Alex, are you a Bad Company fan? I like Bad Company. If, if you go to a, a bar and they're playing Bad Company, do you feel like you're in good company? <laughs> <laughs> um... Are you Googling I like, that? I was like, <laughs> do, do I have a,
1: a Bad Company reference for this? I do not. Um... I feel like I you don't can't feel get like enough. Making love.
0: Well, there you go. Um... <laughs> so yeah, it's blues. This one is, like, full-on blues, or this other one was, like, blues rock, I guess. Yeah, much more,
1: like, laid back, much yes, more of these, like, bluesy riffs, kind of sparse bluesy riffs that play throughout. Mm-hmm. And, and it uh, turns
0: the... It, use, it it simplifies the rhythm, but it turns it into a chug. It feels more intentional and less like a lack of skill, necessarily.
1: It does, it yeah, it does feel, like, stylistic switch up, mm-hmm. more than just like oh we're just playing a different thing um and and even more so than the previous one becomes more like to me anyway guitar focused which seems like yeah. a strange thing because it's not like the other ones weren't guitar focused but this one's like yeah now now we're doing a guitar song like this right. is a guitar rock blues song um and that's what it feels like that's the feel of it and I, yeah. thought it, I thought it was pretty cool, honestly, overall. I there's a bit so more too. of that like swagger going on because they kind of slow it down and lay it back a bit.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, the, you know. the choice to not try to be Bruce on this, to just be a blues rock singer and not to, to try and Bruce it up, like Good also move. helped, I think, in being like, we're doing our own thing. And maybe that is just kind of generic genre thing, but we're going to do our best at it.
1: Yeah, maybe it's a Paul Rogers thing. From bad company. From bad company. Uh, But you know, sometimes you gotta be bad company.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Alex, I just thought of the phrase licking gooch and and drinking hooch. (laughs) Does is that anything?
1: (laughs) I think that's a bad company album. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh
0: that must be it.
1: Um, yeah. What else is What else is going on in this version? I mean, it's a lot of guitar stuff, right? Um, yeah, a lot
0: of guitar stuff. We get a fake ending. We get a fake out at three twenty. Oh, well, the they do. It
1: sounds seems like it's going to end. Yeah. And then like they just go back into that refrain and just like keep up that guitar rhythm. There's some words too
0: near hey, the whispers end. whispers cover see? me quite a few times. I missed most of them. Cover me.
1: Too quiet. My volume. Ba-
0: it, this one would be good if we wanted to not do work and we needed like add transitions for the show like, cover just, me yeah borrow him saying cover me
1: yeah like all oh, right it's transformative
0: yeah it's, it's transform- <laughs> yeah like i'm not getting enough trouble with spotify already I gotta, yeah. I gotta try throwing this in
1: um but he says promise <laughs> no <laughs> oh, wait. never mind nope he like says promise me baby you won't let them find us holding right. your arms let love blind us later on which is the lyrics yeah. of the song of course. I, w- I didn't I don't have a timestamp. That sucks. Mm. But he like speaks it, doesn't
0: he? Yeah, I think you might be right. Talks a lot the about point looking is, for a lover in the end there, yeah. He brings
1: that part of the song and shifts it later and just like says yeah. just that part.
0: That's
1: um, right. It's a pretty that's a pretty classic yeah.
0: like blues ad-lib move. They're like, let's take a line we kind of like let's plug yeah. it in again later Say in the it song. Again. And then, yeah, Adlib out where it's, I'm looking for love. I'm, I'm looking for love. He does yeah, that.
1: Exactly. So I thought it was a pretty cool version overall. Like the way they take that riff, really do it, but like kind of just put it on one guitar and like it works. Um, yeah. The
0: bridge also has its own kind of riff. Um, That's right. They do kind of, so they yeah. really do establish their own patterns on this.
1: Yeah. And their own style. And I think it works overall pretty well.
0: Yeah. I think it's solid. Like, I would prefer to see Bestaff than than the Party Boys based on these covers. Yeah. That's my.
1: Maybe I just want Bad Company to record this song. I don't
0: know. I could be it. I, you're, a, you're a huge Bad Co fan.
1: I'm just, yeah. I'm just <laughs> always. Got Licking Gooch company. and Drinking
0: Hooch on vinyl <laughs> and CD. Yeah. It's my favorite albums. Your favorite album?
1: Um, Two separate albums. One is called licking cooch and the other it's a double Chicken album yeah.
0: <laughs> got them both they're great albums alex listen we got to be picking on though and talking do. about picking on we gotta, gotta be picking
1: on the picking on guys
0: That's not Damn. true. I actually liked this one. It's so close to being like an amazing cover, but it just comes out as like pretty good. Um, I enjoyed
1: it. Yeah, I don't know about amazing, but like, so we've we talked about Picking On before. Yeah, yes. uh, They do these like bluegrass slash country uh, albums. And a lot of times it's like, yeah, they're doing a Picking, like it's a banjo version. It's just on a banjo, mm-hmm. whatever. But this has a bunch of different instruments and it's almost like, like it does kind of the melody for a bit. Yeah. And then it, kind of does like soloing based on the melody on yeah, different becomes, instruments like, so like it does it on the violin and like I think an yeah. oboe yeah the, uh, the fuck yeah. whatever
0: that wind instrument is is very cool Or I
1: like, guess a clarinet it's probably a clarinet,
0: clarinet. I don't know why I don't think of the obvious ones no <laughs> it's got to be a friggin oboe
1: on this. yeah it's a baritone I...
0: but yeah the the choice to do this soloing style a very like jazz structure with yeah your yeah. bluegrass instruments pretty cool i think
1: yeah that was pretty cool and the solo sounded pretty cool
0: but i it, com- it comes down to the rhythm again for me the rhythm on oh. this is so light and that's good for a start i don't mind it at the start but we can just, like right now, my quote is, uh, I've written down that this is powerful elevator music. If we just built up that rhythm, we <laughs> just could think actually it needs a have like more? a really tight Yeah, speaker, maybe. Just a, more, just a more solid foundation.
1: Maybe. I'm a bit of a sucker for walking bass lines, though, and this definitely has that. That's but true. yeah, if the if the drums were maybe doing a little more, that might be yeah, interesting. just a touch. More. I just need like a little more energy. If there's a little little more activity in there, not even a lot.
0: Yeah, but it's got, like, a groovy vibe to it. It starts out with this kind of, like, muted... I don't know if it's a banjo, I'm, a mandolin, or I think, guitar. I think it's a banjo. I think it's a banjo. It's a banjo. Yeah.
1: Yeah, playing, fucking, like, the, the vocal melody. Yeah.
0: yeah. And just the the switch over to instruments is so good. Like, when that violin comes in around, like, the 50-second mark, it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. this is cool. And you get, like, a little glistening of something yeah, like, in there. Yeah, like, cymbal
1: crescendo, I think, is the Yeah. Um, yeah, and then they just kind of, like, trade off. And I I do, I also really like the way the banjo plays that vocal melody because it, like, like it it doesn't seem like it's pretending to be a vocal melody. Like, a lot of the times you're just, like, doing it exactly like the vocal does. You play one note when the voice would have sung it and hold it for as long as the voice would have hold, held it for. And this kind of yeah. does that, but it's, like, there's actual strumming in there and, like, there's dynamics to the strumming that sounds like you're strumming. Like, you might do it if it was actually a, a banjo song. So, like, I feel like they, they've done a really good conversion on this. And it doesn't just yeah, feel like, I oh, agree. this is a vocal melody, but it's on a different instrument. It's like, no, they're doing a banjo part.
0: 100%. And they've keyed in on, like, what we hear when we hear Cover Me. It's that... Da-na-na-na-na. And they, they do that. So, you'll be like, oh, we're switching up to the violin. It might give you a few notes of that. And then it takes off on its own path. So it just, like, tricks us into thinking it's Cover Me still, even if it's completely out there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and there's even a part where uh, they kind of do a fake-out ending, but then it turns into another, like, banjo solo. (laughs) Yeah. At the end.
0: Yeah, even at the end, like, it's fading out, and they're still trading off. Like, the violin comes in during the (laughs) fade-out.
1: Yeah, and it's only 3.04. Like, it's short... But yeah, I mean, again, a lot of the times too. I complain like, about like, oh, out. they're just doing the song, but on instruments, and because it's a repetitive song, yeah, it's just repetitive, and they don't do much to change it up. But no, this isn't just doing the original version; it's doing a, a an appropriate version of the original for what they are playing it on. Yeah,
0: I I love the unusual <sighs> instrument choices beyond the the like staples of a pick and on song. I love that they made conscious decisions on the length of the song. Yeah. I like that they are doing things like it's it's truly some of their better work. It just needs a little bit more to be like an absolutely killer cover. I think. Yeah, but I'm talking about it. I'm smiling. I'm laughing. I'm like, having yeah. a good time. So like, I, enjoy, good I really job enjoyed overall. this one. I thought it was pretty fucking cool. With that though, we gotta move into the 2000s. There's like a clear distinct shift that is gone. <laughs> yeah. once we Yeah, the after 2000s.
1: after 9/11
0: we slow down a little bit. <laughs> That's right. So 2003 it's Thea Gilmore. Apparently also known as Afterlight, I don't know why or when or Stay how, but she's a she's an English singer-songwriter. Debuted in 1998, she's she's been around. She does a lot of work. show for Joan Baez in 2004. She's in the scene. She's yeah. out there. She's making money. She's getting paid and making covers of Cover Me. Yeah, she's um, had three yeah. songs
1: in the top forty.
0: Three songs. Three. Damn, it's more than me. I'll tell you that. Way more than me right from this point on it's all sad songs baby
1: yes yes and this is a slow one i would say this one has a little more edge than some of the other ones um sure yeah but not not that much um but it like the the basic thing it does um the basic thing of the original song being the riff is it replaces that riff with like a like a beat um mostly from like snare and then some piano chords
0: yeah, it honestly starts out sounding like it could be like a Persona track, like Persona Three specifically.
1: Yeah, I can hear that on the guitar.
0: Yeah, and well, even a bit with it, like the piano, which just often comes up in the like piano spookier parts of Persona, and then the drums too. Like it just sets up a spooky atmosphere. That's like a big Persona move, I find.
1: Yeah, and I guess that's the spookiness of the world around you
0: yeah this is the like we're keying in on that it's spooky and sad and we're kind of broken rather than panicked
1: yeah and I, this one I, I think this one also has some good sounds like the way the guitar plays as much as there's like spookiness to it the guitar is actually quite bright it's like jangling yeah. um, but it it really just like plays those chords and lets them like ring out and waver
0: yeah for um. sure
1: And then, of course, something that we see in, it, it, it also kind of replaces the the chaos of the original one, which really comes from, like, tempo um, with harmonic chaos, which is something we see in songs a lot, where it's like, oh, we'll put this synth in and now strings, and like, there's just like a million things going on in the background. Yeah. This doesn't get that intense, but definitely you can hear those, like, higher harmonics uh, later on, especially as it For kind sure. of
0: builds. And there's also like that percussion section really fills out the space and almost seems to pan between your left and right. Like it's if not panning, it has different notes coming out of different ends and that really gives you this this 3D sound effect to it.
1: Yeah, so it changes the the mood quite a bit. Um, in a pretty effective way, too.
0: Yeah. Also, the, the thing the guitar is playing this... Like, if you speed that up, it's kind of surf-rocky.
1: It might actually be the original riff.
0: It could be. But it's like, hey, it sounds good in this context, but it's also, if you listen, clearly not from this style of song.
1: Yeah, I guess, like, jangly guitars. sound yeah. surf-rocky. For sure. It could be. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... What else happened? Yeah, there's a a solo section as well. Yeah. Um, similar guitar, but everything gets really like distorted and lo-fi for a bit. So mm-hmm. some of that is 2002. You know, is, it is. Yeah. You, you work with the sounds you got. Um, it was 20 years ago. So yeah, I think I've said everything I have to say about this song. You said honestly. everything
0: you have to say. I think, and a lot of these these back half ones suffer from this. Is that we establish all of our cool ideas and then there's still like 30 seconds to a minute to a minute and a half left in the track. So <laughs> right. They just These ones do all sit for a long. long time. Yeah. I mean, this
1: one's not that much longer. No. But the other ones are.
0: Yeah. Especially coming off Picking On, who was like three minutes we're out. Like yeah. Entertainer ruled in and out. And yeah, so to have this just kind of drag a little bit but i think of the three sad songs we're going to talk about this is probably the peak this is maybe the best of all right
1: the three. it's all down here
0: hill from here folks that's right folks you can shut it off now while we talk about Nothing the boombox hearts
1: boombox
0: hearts well, I've been This, baby, baby. I was confused. When, well, at first, let's say they're a band from Copenhagen, Denmark. They haven't released anything since 2014. That's who they are? Uh, yes. And I was like, how the fuck did I let yeah. this slip on the track? And so when I do, you know, when I go through the playlist and try to do stuff, instead of listening to a track all the way through, I'll often just like kind of like scrub through it and just like hit sure. different moments. And so there is a moment in here where there's horn. And yeah, said, there's oh, horns. Oh fuck yeah, this will be all right then. I'm like the horn probably comes there's in. There's like a there's like a horn a solo. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. It's just the solo on the horns. Yeah, and the the rest is acoustic guitar with occasionally like a an echoey piano or some kind of vibraphone or something. Yeah, would you describe like it
1: as notes? 60s pop slash melancholic lo-fi slash country slash indie? I would
0: call it melancholic for sure. And if indie, you don't think it's any of
1: those, then they're sorry. Okay, good. That's <laughs> what their last FM profile says. They try to play okay, those things, a- and if they don't, they're sorry.
0: It's I like his voice. He's got a good sad boy voice. Uh,
1: yeah, this Get is, done. again, very slow version, um, and much more sparse than the previous slow version. Uh, and the voice, very close around. mic yes. vocals. Um, and they... Yeah, they there is a build here. They bring things in, um, like there's a bass that comes in after a bit. It's not there at first, um, and then like some like a oh, yeah. telephone or you know it does like a one root of those note every type things. <laughs> but yeah. um, it's not. It it doesn't get super crazy like some of the previous ones. You know, yeah. uh, mostly comparing it to the one right before where it actually got some of that. Harmonic cacophony. Mm-hmm. Um, this doesn't really approach that, you know. It's 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 much more subtle, I guess, in terms of the arrangement. But it's also that it doesn't doesn't do necessarily all that much. Um, yeah. Although there is a brass solo, which I'm not totally convinced is a trumpet, but I think might be a trump, just a trumpet.
0: Hey, we'll call it a trumpet.
1: Sometimes, actually, often if I say that, it ends up being a trombone, but it's not that important.
0: It's like. It just, it, it's too flat, I think, in terms of, like, the musical journey we take here, even vocally. Like, you when know, he hits the wild one blowing stuff, he barely even, he's like, he's catatonic. He barely moves up a bit, he barely does anything to <laughs> let us know it's a new section.
1: Yeah, my description was, like, the intensity curve is bell-shaped. Right. But it's also, it's like a shield volcano, so it's not, never gets very high.
0: Right. Right. It's a very relatable uh, simile.
1: Yeah, a S.H.I.E.L.D. volcano bell curve.
0: Yes. S.H.I.E.L.D. We're talking about, of course, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. from, from Marvel, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a S.H.I.E.L.D. volcano, for those not in the know, is a type of volcano named for its low profile, resembling a warrior's shield lying on the ground. So, yeah, not very high intensity curve. Y'all probably no. got that from context, but here I am. Um, Yeah, there is that Horn Solo. I wish it would have stuck around, maybe. I wish the fucking xylophone or whatever would have stuck I wish anything except the bass root note would have stuck around on this.
1: Yeah, but yeah, they go super, super sparse on this. Yeah. So that's that's the shape of this one.
0: That's the shape of this one. If you're going to go that sparse, do we need an extra minute and 20 seconds on this?
1: Yeah, 441 is a bit long. 441 is a touch long
0: for this. We can we can we can put all that suffering and sadness tied up in a nice three minute package, everyone. Two and a half, honestly, if we're not fucking doing anything besides rhythm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: But then you don't have time for your horn solo.
0: You just just tuck it in. Just make it horn part of the track. True. Just just always horn all the time.
1: Who needs a solo?
0: Chat, you're right. This is the big problem here, is that the curve of intensity is is close to non existent. There's no eruption. There's, and it doesn't have to be like it curves up; it could curve down. We could get sadder.
1: True. Imagine. Oh. Imagine I can, that. I can hardly imagine.
0: Apparently, they couldn't imagine at all, Alex, because this is the version we have.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. Not great. In my in my humble opinion, I'm ho, as the kids say. I am ho. Don't worry about it, Alex. The Apache relay in 2014. Well, I'm looking forward.
1: Apache Relay, which is apparently a reference to the movie Heavyweights. Yeah, have you ever seen the movie Heavyweights?
0: Nope. Nor have I, Alex.
1: Co-written by Judd Apatow, who... Hey. I think it was not very well received, because he wasn't really popular at the time. And then it probably would have been popular for a while. And then I feel like, I don't know. Do you think generally people are getting a bit sick of Apatow writing, or is it just like... Is it just me?
0: I don't know, dog, cuz I think Apatow, how like how close would you say Apatow writing is to Marvel writing?
1: Quite different.
0: Quite different? Okay, maybe. So you're right. Marvel writing's in the Zeitgeist. Um it is when was the last thing apatow did i i usually like his he did the king of staten island and the bubble in 2022 oh i didn't really watch the bubble because i thought it was going to be shite so maybe people are getting tired of it
1: maybe i don't know
0: maybe i'm not actually tired of it i just think i am because i'm thinking like what apatow movies did i actually watch not many not many have you watched funny people in 2009 because that was not a funny film
1: i did watch funny people in 2009 i think we saw it together
0: i i believe we did in fact
1: That was a long time ago.
0: Um,
1: But Apache Relay, the band, the American folk rock band, doesn't have much to do with Judd Apatow, the writer, director guy.
0: Guy. No, it has more to do with this folk rock band based out of Nashville, Tennessee. Which is
1: another, and, and they do another slow version. Wow. Yeah. Not as sparse as the out. last one. No. Um, they also ditch the main riff. Did we mention they ditch the main riff in the last one? They do. Oh, yeah, uh, barely,
0: how could they even have a main riff? Yeah. There's, <laughs> no, there's too busy yeah, doing a root fifth play rhythm. Nothing to the main
1: riff, yeah. dum dum, 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 dum. Um, But right. these guys
0: have a higher voice. He does.
1: sings quite a bit higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's lots of harmony things in this one. And like a Western, like, slide guitar kind of sound.
0: Yeah, so that's what I liked a bit about this one was bringing in some western vibes. A little more identity, right?
1: I guess yeah. the title says
0: Dead Man's Town. Born in it the USA. a tribute Israel. album for, yeah, born in the USA. That's cool. Dead Man's Town. So yeah, I do Murder like the slide guitar that comes in occasionally here. I like that there is uh like this kind of drama to it. Like a, it has a western like cowboy vibe to it, like a Hollywood western vibe this could be in a cowboy movie
1: could be in a cowboy movie yeah you get that like slow plodding feeling you know what also plods along horses that are walking <laughs> got him uh in a western movie That's great. um i didn't take too many notes on this one i will say this i liked the tone of the guitar in the solo yeah nice little buzz buzzy tone yeah this is this is kind of a cowboy version um it's got more i liked it more than than the boombox hearts that's for sure
0: yeah i think so
1: Um, they have a lot more going on like harmonically get a lot more like vocal layers in particular and on the bridge in particular particular
0: Mm -hmm. it reminds me of a song by the band the heavy and that okay. song is called. Fuck, why don't I know the name of this song? Um, Short Change Hero. Featured in the hit game uh, Borderlands 2.
1: Uh, of course, Borderlands 2.
0: But that one also opens up with like a kind of Western style instrumental intro and then keeps that in the background. But this has. Like, Short Change Hero is a little more high energy. This one sticks in that low energy realm. And it roughly released around the same time, too. So, I don't know. Maybe we were into cowboys back then. Actually, there's about five years difference between them. So, maybe I'm an idiot.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Gotta be into but
0: cowboys. I, and I, I don't know if it's just because the, the original rips so hard and I want some of that energy, but I want another shift of energy in this. You could stand to go a little harder and still have that cowboy vibe.
1: Yeah, I'm always, like... What's the We talked about like like the themes of the original and the covering up and the chaos outside and like I thought the Taya Gilmore ver- version had something. Some version of that, right? Whereas yeah. I, I don't really get it from Boombox Hearts and don't get it necessarily from Apache Relay either.
0: Apache Relay is like the aftermath. It's like a dude walking through a town where everybody died and like True, yeah, for it's the it's the post apocalypse
1: when yeah. we get to Apache Relay. Yeah, I can see that.
0: And whether that stands on its own, I would say, yeah, better than the Apache Real I mean rather better than the Boombox Heart Boombox Hearts version. Uh, and probably better than the Party Boys version for me.
1: <sighs> yeah, maybe. I don't know.
0: Because it does actually like it moves it into a different context. And we do get a fancy little outro on this too, some synth and some like Like, this one is the only one that actually, I think, gave itself a definitive ending.
1: True. Yeah. This one just feels very sad in a more effective way than, I think, Boombox Arts.
0: Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, a lot of these covers this week, I'm like, we just need another take. Let's let's make it a little better (laughs) this time. Almost there. Almost there. Almost there. Um, And we're almost at the end of this episode, but, of course, we have to do our final verdicts first. There are three categories today, the worst version, the best version, and the version who, in the case of our unlikely demise, will have to take over this podcast for us. (laughs) Unlikely, untimely, both, Uh, hopefully both. both. (laughs) Alex, what's the worst version of this? Hmm, My worst version,
1: I think my worst version is Boombox Hearts. Um, I don't think that's a surprise. It's very slow, not much happens, it's very long. There's, like, some trumpet for a bit, but there's just not much else
0: happening. Yeah. I will, I'm gonna, I'll kind of deliver my answer in a sort of Bruce Springsteen style. Everybody hates the mm-hmm. boombox hearts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry,
1: boombox hearts, but it's like...
0: Just a some nothing Melancholic lo-fi. With some, with some fake interest in there was like oh there's a little trumpet in here you go hey i like that and they're like that's gone (laughs) stick around maybe it'll come back doesn't doesn't come back alex that's the It doesn't help that
1: i actually quite liked
0: a couple of the other versions yeah that's true so this this is gonna make this even tougher for you alex what's the best version the
1: best version i think my favorite was picking on i really liked what they did with the song you know, there's a lot yeah. of cool uh, sections, with different instruments playing their sort of solo things. But it makes sense in the context of the song and they make it sound good. And yeah, good stuff. Even yeah, if it's, I, think... I mean, it's, it's quite detached from like the concept of the original. I don't think they really get across the themes of the song with just the music. Sure, yeah. But I still liked it.
0: That's true, Alex. And like looking at these, none of these are a great version this week for me. There's no ones that are like true, like, they're like, wow, this is cover me in a way I've never thought about it before. There's nothing transcendent. But Picking On, actually, like, I enjoyed it. As, as far as ones that I'm like, I had a good time, yeah, it's Picking On. Way to go. Picking On series slash CMH studio musicians for <laughs> for knocking one <laughs> Thanks, out this week. Thanks,
1: CMH. Cover me. Huh! Studio huh. musicians.
0: That's, that's the huh from the start of the song. <laughs>
1: yeah. huh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Alex, we are we're twinsies on this anniversary oh, for worst and best unanimity. Unanimity. Uh you know, gotta pick one more <laughs> verdict here, Alex. True. That is True. the wild card. That's who's gonna replace us.
1: Who's gonna
0: replace us? Oh man keep in mind bruce springsteen's already doing a podcast with obama or if that stopped he's sick of podcasts so you can't pick him yeah
1: all right i can't pick bruce springsteen that's fine but who's gonna who's gonna replace us honestly bunch of australians i think (laughs) party boys got (laughs) like if anyone's gonna do it it's them right they got enough people that they could always have someone available
0: yeah, somebody's always going to be around to represent the Party Boys and be on the podcast. They'll be like, well, the status quo hasn't toured for 20 years, so of course I'm free. <laughs> and well, like Joe
1: Walsh it. comes on he, if, once he's done with this Taylor Hawkins tribute concert that's happening as we record. Or at it's least streaming as we record. I feel like the time, anyway.
0: The time has passed. Well, is it live? I mean, it says it's live. It says it's live, so I would assume it's live, yeah. Alex. you got to take these corporations at their word. Yeah, you gotta trust Big Brother. <laughs> they
1: have your best interests at heart. That's right. Yeah, who's replacing you?
0: Um, it's got to be. Listen, staff. the Boombox Hearts was the worst version. Actually, best staff are Italian. That sounds fun. Good <laughs> switch up, Alex. Yeah, best staff. Let's get two Italian boys in here who can who can knock out some blues rock. Like they're they might not be retired. That's why I was gonna pick Boombox Hearts. Is like they haven't done music since twenty fourteen. So maybe maybe <laughs> podcasting is like their thing, and I can put them on the right track get them on there but no let's get the two Italian boys in here
1: yeah I mean we could also just say we should be replaced by a banjo a violin and a
0: clarinet <laughs> yeah. like that's, that's, well, that's the thing is if we pick picking on that's also another just rotating cast of whoever
1: but in True. some ways you know True. cover
0: me does belong to the people the song and the podcast of course of course, but no, I'm giving it to best off. Let's get, let's get a little focus here. We need a sort of anchor if they're going to be playing against 100 different Australians every week. We've uh, <laughs> <laughs> got to balance things out, and that's how we're going to do it. That does it for our final verdicts, though. Uh, you got different opinions, similar opinions. Want to talk to us about a version of, that we didn't talk about, which there's a few? Hit us up on Twitter, hashtag CoverMePod. I'll stress the pod in there. Hashtag CoverMe is for other purposes. And uh, the 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 Twitter accounts are at Jake DeCressi, at some Alex Wise. send us your comments, questions, concerns, suggestions for future episodes. Be sure to rate and review us. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, your favorite podcasting apps. Um, if you're worried that we're not going to be on Spotify because I brought that up two episodes ago, um, things are looking okay so far, so good. Nothing's been taken down yet, which is good, which is great. Right on to us, rate and review us. <laughs> I already said that, but you know, do that. But do it. Tell your friends about us and I uh, see so you can email us at covermepod at gmail.com because you can do that too and that does it for four years cover me for years folks um, Alex you got any you want to tell anybody anything on this this momentous date any words of wisdom any words of wisdom years? Um,
1: I, I feel like I'm not in a position of authority to offer wisdom
0: and that but, in itself is a form of I mean, as wisdom. someone
1: who has been making a podcast regularly for four years. Consistency, man.
0: Consistency. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep on rocking in the free world. As we, we like to say here. But what we actually like to say on this podcast, because it is the episode, end of the episode, and as we always say on Cover Me. Every time. Well, I'm looking for a lover who will come and guest on Cover Me.